Welcome to Accelerating Your Dental Practice, a podcast with free expert advice to accelerate your practice's efficiency, growth, and profit. Here's your hosts, dental management consultants and friends, Malika and Michelle. Welcome back to the latest episode of Accelerating Your Dental Practice. Super excited to be here with my co-host Malika today. I feel like we have a lot of great information that we were throwing together before we jumped on this. So let's get right to it. Malika, we both were talking about how many clients right now are kind of struggling on incentive plans, bonuses type structures for their client, for their patients, no, for their team. <laughs> for their team. <laughs> All of that together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know, you know, both of us have like worked in offices, we've been there and we've seen it firsthand that the wrong type of bonus structure can really harm the office culture. Absolutely. And I think it's like the number one thing is how do I keep my staff engaged? How do I keep them wanting to stay here and not go to another office? And I'm sure a lot of you, Dennis, can relate to the fact that sometimes the money is not enough. Just the hourly rate is not enough. What else can you do to keep them wanting to be part of your team? I think that's a huge part of it. Part of the the growing pains of a you know a, a business owner. I even sometimes say like, what do I need to do so that the people that work with me want to continue to work with me? Exactly. And I think you know a lot of doctors have great ideas and they want to in, implement a bonus program, and I think that's great. I really do. I think it's great. However, I tend to have like a love-hate relationship with with bonus programs because I feel like the mistake that a lot of doctors make is they base it just on collections. And I feel like that can be a problem. I agree. Because there has to be a buy-in from all. I know you and I were just briefly talking about this. There has to be a buy-in from all team members. So a collection sometimes tends to be mainly the admin team, the person in the billing department. So the hygienist has really nothing to do. If you think about it, yes, they produce, they see the patients, but they're not physically collecting the money. So it's like they're disengaged from that process. They just hope that you meet that goal. And oh, great, I get another 200 bucks on my paycheck. Nice. Uh, But it becomes very repetitive and not as exciting as you hope it would be for the entire team members. Right, right. And also when you do that type of bonus, it's kind of like a mystery to the team of what are they getting, right? How much of a bonus? Because a lot of times it's based off of percentage of the collections, and then it might be weighted on the number of hours you work. Right. So I feel like it's not as transparent to the team as some of the other models out there. Now, I am a firm believer that collections always has to play a part in it. Because if you're not collecting the money, you can't be giving out bonuses to people. You can't be giving out raises to people. So yes, collections should be part of it, but it shouldn't be the only part of it. I agree. And I think you have to make it exciting. And I keep saying that, but it's like, yes, it's nice. But if you're doing the same thing every month, eh, it gets kind of old, you know, or I have offices that we're doing like, oh, we give a bonus in the year. I don't, I put it all together. Eh. That's too far away. You might right. lose some people on the road while you're getting there because they're not as engaged anymore. They're like, well, I can't wait till December to get a big bonus. 
You know, I think it's important to have something that's engaging on a month to month basis, or if you can't do month to month, maybe quarterly, but something that's more tangible for them to look forward to versus waiting an entire 12 months for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, December, January is a great time to start planning it. And when you plan it, you need to be looking at like, look at your numbers from, uh, you know, the previous year, look at what you want your growth to be and what your, you know, monthly collection goal should be. Then kind of take a look at your team. What motivates them? It's not always money. Money is great, right? Everybody has bills to pay and stuff, but it's not always about the money. Sometimes it's just appreciation. It could be something really, really little. And they're just excited that they got something there. Yeah. And I think like, you know, we can go through lots of examples, but I think also just the the bonus perspective is important, but at the same time, uh, milestones are considerable bonus, you know, celebrating anniversaries, you know, birthdays. Like I think sometimes we're so busy with the day in day out stuff that we forget. And those, those staff want it. They, they, even if it's like sending flowers to the office on, on your staff's birthday or having a birthday month where everybody just brings food and you guys, I don't know, you give a small gift card and an envelope and a note from the entire team. That is in itself a bonus, something that they look forward to, where if you guys are not doing it, it's, it's like, oh, well, they don't care. That's the immediate reaction I get is like, well, my doctor doesn't care. The previous office I was working at, he was giving us X, Y, and Z. So you want to make sure that you up your game at all times and also pick things that you can sustain. But what I think is hard is that when you do a really good bonus plan financially for money or whatever you give out, if you can sustain that year, the following year, because of just that you did, you went too big too fast, it's disappointing to your team because if they see that money still coming in collection wise, but you're downgrading what you were giving, you're going to lose them. They're not going to be as engaged anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So that is really, really important. And I love what you say about like celebrating the milestones, like a, a an anniversary, a work anniversary, a birthday. I have quite a few clients that actually will pay extra to the employee on their birthday. So if they work, they just get double pay that day. If it's a day off, like a weekend or whatever, they get paid for their birthday as something a little bit extra. And they love that. Yeah, again, it makes it special, you know? And what I say, like I actually had this uh, conversation with a client recently where she was saying like, I'm not good at this stuff. How do I find something unique for me to create for my team? And what I told her was, what do you enjoy doing? What is your what is your belief and in, in the sense of is it wellness, yoga? You enjoy cooking? What is it? Bring some of that into your bonus system or your culture building and team building because then you you have a passion for it, so it it, it grasps more attention from your team because you're going to share it in a way that they're going to see how excited you are. You can get really creative depending on what you enjoy doing, so that because she's like, I don't want to be like everybody else and give you know, hundred bucks every month or a gift card every month. I want to do something different. I said, then kind of dig deeper and see what that unique, you know, passion that you have that brings And you know, she loves doing yoga. I said, do a yoga retreat, give everybody like a gift card to a yoga studio, give everybody yoga mats. You can do so much with that. That makes it exciting or bring someone into the office that does a yoga class for everybody and, you know, during lunchtime. And, yeah. you know, so like you, you can do so, and I'm sure Michelle, you have so much many ideas that you can probably share that can make this unique for every team member that joins a practice. 
Yeah. Like my brain is exploding right now with <laughs> ideas <laughs> and it's so fun. I love doing this because the doctors, you, you guys have a little bit of trouble figuring it out because you want to be fair and you want to make sure that you're not giving away too much to the team. And you want to make sure also that they're, they're appreciative of it because I have been part of some bonus systems where like team members are like, that's all I got. Like, that's it. I worked the whole year for you and that's all I got. So everybody likes different things. So mixing it up a little bit is is good. So one bonus system that I've seen that has worked is kind of like what I call like whiteboard goals. So it's based off collections. So you have to hit the collection goal. And then you may have five or 10 different procedures or different elements of the practice that you want them to achieve, such as a certain number of new patients, a certain number of membership plans being sold. Maybe you want to do more Invisalign cases. Maybe you want to do more, you know, cosmetic veneers or something like that. And you list those on the whiteboard and then you're tracking, you set a goal, how many you want to do. And then you're tracking it each week. And at the end of the month, if you hit your collection goal and say five of those other goals, then they get a bonus. And the bonus can be cash. It could be a pizza party, a taco party. You bring an ice cream truck to the office. You can get their car detailed. It doesn't just have to be a bonus in in the check. And it's showing them that they're working hard because, yeah, collections is just on the team. But the other stuff, anybody can you know, present cases and push cases for veneers. Anybody can help you close more Invisalign cases. Everybody on your team should be asking for reviews. So now every single person on the team has a role to play to help you achieve these goals to get to that bonus. I love that, the whiteboard thing. This is great because I think it it makes it unique too. It makes it different and it's not the same thing every month. You can change it up. Yeah, yep. The other one that um, a lot of my doctors are really excited about this year is, I don't know, it's like a combination of a whole bunch of things. <laughs> like we're, we're, it's, it's collections. It is collections. And it is also um, some key metrics, like measuring key metrics, like your hygiene reappointment rate. You know, are we getting 80 to 85% of our patients scheduling that six month appointment when, when they leave? Um, what is our patient case acceptance rate? Are we, you know, keeping that 75, 80%? Obviously collections and, and kind of how that works is each month we focus on one goal, but it's not just a goal for that month. It's an average. So like in January, for example, it might just be a collection goal. Let's say we want our collection goal to be $100,000. If we hit that, the office gets a um, like lunch from the, the the practice will buy lunch in February. Maybe we want to get twenty five star reviews, and if we do that, we tap into our favorite things list. And I'm not sure if you know what that is, but you have everybody fill out a list of like their favorite coffee shop, their favorite like place to get their nails done or something. So they give you a couple of like snacks, things like that, and you could buy them something from that. At the end of the first quarter, they should be one quarter of the way to your collection goal. So if our collection goal is $100,000 a month, we should be at $300,000. And at that point, if they hit that, maybe you give $150 bonus to full-time people and a $75 bonus to part-time people. And then each of the months through the year, like you're building ultimately to get to your annual collection goal. And if you do that, it's a larger bonus, but then you could also add on top of that a shopping spree, a resort vacation, 
I have one office that if they hit theirs, they're going to Key West. And we set it and you budget it in to what that collection goal is going to be. So, you know, you can pay for it. I have one doctor that got even a little bit more unique and said, as we're leading up to those payouts quarterly um, on the collection goal and the bonuses, if somebody has had perfect attendance for that quarter, meaning they cannot call in sick, they cannot be late, or they cannot leave early. If they have a planned vacation, we're not holding that against them. Um, but if they have perfect attendance, they get an extra hundred dollar bonus that t- that quarter. That's awesome. I love that one. And I have so much mu- so much fun creating it with the doctors. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, creating it. I think that you, this is a key component part is that sometimes we you guys have it in your heads. It's important to utilize someone on your team, either your consultant coach, maybe your office manager, create it, share it with your team, because that's where it becomes accountable. Because you, number one, hold yourself accountable, you, you hold your team accountable, and your team will hold each other ca- accountable. I've seen it. Like the staff will say, come on, we got to be able to need two more reviews. We got to do this, guys. Let's ask because they want to get to that goal. And sometimes you got to change it up. Like the trips are a great one. I had an office that they've been taking trips for years. Obviously, during COVID, it kind of went on hold. And now they, they're trying to get back into it. But you have to be able to make sure that you have put benchmarks for those and you continue to keep them engaged for it. Michelle, the one about your favorite things, like that's one of my favorite ones. Like having everybody, like I have an office, they fill that as part of their new hire package. And yes. it's there, you know, you know that what their favorite coffee is, their favorite, like, you know, I don't know, their, their size of their shoes. Because like I had an office that wanted to buy all their staff a pair of matching like Nike shoes with like fun laces and everybody got in a box because they met their goal. And it was just a surprise because one of their month of um, bonus is a surprise month where the doctor gets to pick it. Um, so it, those are the stuff that keeps the team engaged and excited and they want to keep investing and being part of it. And they're, they have a buy-in into your practice now. You know, they, they, they care when a patient doesn't show up or a patient needs to come in after hours and you're about to close. They're not going to say, oh, I don't feel like putting them on the schedule because they're invested and there's a goal in place. They'll go above and beyond to bring that patient in so that the goal can be met. Exactly. Exactly. So again, a production and collection goal, right? That can work. That can work. But some of these other ones that we were talking about are a little bit more exciting, a little bit more um, involvement from the team. Now I do have a couple others, um, like with hygiene, I've had someone get like creative with hygiene saying, all right, we know we want our hygienists to produce two, two and a half, three times of what we're paying them. Right. Well, if they do that, that's the bare minimum that they got to produce. But if they produce over that, they've had tiers, you know, so let's say they have to produce $15,000 a month. So 1501 to 16,500 is maybe they get a 10% bonus on the the extra. If they go over 16,500, maybe it's 15%. If they can get up to 18 or 20,000, then it's a 20% bonus for the hygienist. And that's specific to a hygienist. Right. And, you know, never do we want somebody to do more treatment on somebody that, that doesn't need it, but it does get them thinking about like the fluoride, maybe an oral cancer screening, sealants, not just on children, but adults too. Like what other services can that hygienist add in order to help boost their production and ultimately the office revenue? For sure. Like period hygiene, I know is a big one, you know, making sure that the hygienist understands 
when it's needed. I have an office where they're really focusing on that and they did a great job educating the, the, the hygienists on it and they have a different tier for period hygiene. And it's amazing for me to see, like when I look at their numbers on you know, their KPIs and how the hygiene just is growing because now it's all clicking. They're realizing what is needed and also what the goals are to meet those goals on the hygiene level. So I think sometimes you need to separate the hygiene. If hygiene department needs more attention in TLC, you might have to do a unique you know, goal, like you said, for the hygiene department to kind of get them excited and moving. Yeah. And don't get discouraged. Like I always set goals that are fair and achievable, not super easy, right? Because there's no point of setting them if they're just going to crush them every month, every month. So you need to make them fair and achievable, but they have to work for it. So it's okay if they don't get it month one, they know they have to work harder for it month two, but we don't want to set them too far out of the park where they don't get anything. And then they're really discouraged. So when you're looking at it and you're setting these goals, like collection goals or even percentage of case acceptance or, you know, number of patients you want to reactivate it, anything like that that you want to add into it, make sure it's fair and achievable for the team. Yeah, I love it. That's actually very important because I've had clients like, well, I really want to make one point whatever million dollars this year. And I'm like, yeah, but that's that the goal that you want is great. But I think that this is out of the league of what I'm seeing in your trend of your practice. Because as you said, if you say, I want this office to produce or collect $120,000 a month, and it has not collected even $100,000 the past three years, that is hard for us to be- put that benchmark for your team. Because then you're discouraging them. They're stressed out. They're trying to do it. And by the second month when they don't meet it, they're like, oh, whatever. We're not doing it. Like, yeah. we're never going to get anything anyway. So why are we even trying? We never want that mindset to to you know be there for the the team members. So let's start with somewhere that is reachable. And if you feel like the goal is going to be reached and it's being surpassed, then we can always tweak it. You know, we can always make it higher, but it's better to start on a realistic level versus something that's out of reach. That's a really, really important point. Yeah. And you don't have to set a goal or an incentive plan for the entire year. You could do it on a quarterly by quarterly basis and re- reassess it. And, you know, maybe you want to focus on different things each quarter. Or, you know, if you are, if you set a collection goal that's maybe a little bit lower for the first quarter, then you increase it for the second quarter. And just like Malika said, you know, if you set a collection goal for 120 and you've not been hitting 100, so maybe the first quarter you set it for 100. And if you're hitting that 100, then you go to 110 for the next quarter. Then you go to like 115 and ultimately by the end of the year, you're collecting that 120. You're getting them there slowly and they're excited because they see that they can achieve one goal. They definitely want to achieve the next one. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But I think it all, I mean, I'm sure you agree, Michelle, with this is that it also helps with the culture of your practice. I think this whole goal system and, you know, setting realistic goals, it brings, it's, it's somewhat of a team building at the same time, because depending on what you pick for, like you said, the ice cream truck thing, that's team building. They get to hang out and do that. Like some of my offices do the, you know, the wine and paint. They, they get to do that a happy hour. All of that is an incentive, but at the same time, it's team building. You guys get to connect, mingle, have a laugh, and that itself brings the team together. So it's, like, it's a win-win situation altogether. Yeah, agree. And I do have a lot of offices that maybe quarterly or twice a year do just a team building event away from the office, 
you know, something fun. Uh, I know one office just went like go-karting, which oh, was pretty fun. cool for them. I like you know, that. the axe throwing, although you want to be careful <laughs> with that I had one. Someone do, uh, I had someone go to this place where they, they squash grapes in a winery. Ooh. It was so cool. I'd never seen it. Like they sent me the video. They all have their pants rolled up and they're squishing grapes. And then they get to then make their own bottle of wine with their name on it and take it home. Oh, that is so really cool. awesome. Like I'm telling you, you can do so many creative things. Like when I, when I hear the stories, I mean, the shopping spree one is a big one. It's a very famous one. I even had an office do a scavenger hunt in a, like a open mall area. And then they had to like find a dog, find this. And then when they completed it, whoever finished first would win a prize. And in addition to that, they got an envelope with cash and they had an hour to spend that money and then bring it back and at a dinner in a gathering to share. So there's, you can go on and on. And some of your team members are actually really creative and will bring some of these ideas to you. And so that you can even like I have an office where they'll drop uh, recommendations in a box and then the doctor looks at them and decides based on the budget and the goal they have, which one be, would be ideal for them to try out. And ultimately, you know, I know doctors are like, oh my gosh, I got so much on my plate. I can't think about doing something like this. I feel like I already do so much for my team. Teams that do this, not just an incentive program, but have a good culture. They do team building things outside of the office. Ultimately, they're more efficient and more productive in the office, right? They get along, they know how to work together. It's it's learning. Yeah. And if you want to be more productive, it's investing in your team. It's investing in your team. And I know sometimes it's a struggle because you don't know <laughs> if someone's going to be there from one month to the next. I know, I know yeah. that's challenging, but you want them to see, like you want them to enjoy coming to work. You want them to see that like, hey, the grass isn't greener somewhere else. This is a pretty good thing that we have going at this office. And you can convert some of those people that initially showing up in the beginning just for a paycheck into a good, solid, long-term employee. For sure. It's, it's a buy-in. And, and some of you can relate that. They'll tell another friend or someone that's potentially looking for a job that, oh my God, you have to come work with us. We're the best team. Our boss like does all these great things with us and we have a system and we have all the that stuff is what gets that reputation in the community of that dental practice that people want to work at because of all this creation that you guys have created for your team members, bonus, team building, culture, all that stuff is these days. That's what they, when, when I talk to candidates from like my clients, that's one of the questions they ask me, how long have the staff been there? Yeah, I've been this question before, you know, how long I just looked at their, all their Google reviews. They have great Google reviews. You know, what do they do for fun? You know, so people really do care for that environment that's positive and fun to be in. Because let's be honest, dentistry, no matter what seat we have in it, it's stressful. So we got to find a way to make it fun and be to, you know, decompress. So if we can find those things to do and at the same time, help grow the practice at the same time, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's a, it's a win. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So I think if anybody has any questions on a bonus system, Malika and I would be happy to talk you through it. And I have an example of a couple of them, like the whiteboard one that I was talking about, or even uh, the month to month where it's something a little bit different and quarterly, it's based on, a, you know, making sure you're at the right point for your collection goal. You know, our contact information is in the show notes. And if you send us an email and say like incentive plan, we'll be sure to make sure we get that uh, to you. Because I think 
it's tough out there. It's tough to attract people. It's a tough to retain people right now. And having something like this in place that sets you apart from everyone else, especially if you're maybe a newer practice that just can't compete <laughs> with some of these larger practices, this is something that is very scalable to your practice that will show the team members that you really do care about them. For sure. And, and really brings out the why. Why do you do what you do? Why your practice? You know, why your team, your patients? And it really reflects when your, your staff is happy, your patients are happy. It's, it's, you know, that energy in your practice is contagious. So you, as your staff is not stressed out and, you know, spread too thin and you're doing things in the office to bring that out, make that exciting. Your, I promise you, your patients feel it and you'll get that feedback from them. Yeah. Well, this was great, Malika. Like yes. I always learn something from you. <laughs> <laughs> I always learn something from you. It's great. It's it's great. And yeah. you know that I hope that uh, you know our listeners took some good things away and you know please reach out to us. We're happy to share some of this stuff with you one on one. But for now, we're going to sign off and we will be back with you and for our next episode. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on Accelerating Your Dental Practice. To connect with Malika and Michelle, visit ZarDentalConsulting.com and AffinityManagement.co and learn how they can help you accelerate your practice even further.